0: to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast?
1: Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss.
0: This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com.
1: We're also brought to you by A-Team Concessions. Find out more about them by searching on Facebook.
0: If you have a comment about the Show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765 233 2640. Again, that's 765 233 2640. We might just use it on the show.
1: Who do we have on the show today? Today we have Kim Miller of Tribune Showprint Posters.
0: We are supported today by Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up?
1: On July 2nd, they are having a webinar titled Reinvent Your Leadership reinvent it reinvent it it's presented by jim mathis he's a best-selling author and member of the john maxwell speaking team
0: oh yeah john maxwell yeah they, they have some good they've speakers. got some
1: good speakers in training so this one's going to be good change is happening it's clear that your reality has changed due to the changes in the economy social and cultural transition and technological advances things are changing
0: And it's still going to change. It's going to
1: continue to change. (laughs) So participants will answer critical questions dealing with how your team feels about trusting and working with what policies and practices you've put into place. Have they become dinosaurs in your business? And what steps can you take to raise the level of leadership in your organization?
0: Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio, we have Kim Miller from Tribune Showprint Posters. How are you doing today?
2: Good. How are you guys?
0: Doing all right. Now, where is Tribune uh, located at?
2: It is in the Mad Jacks building, so right across from Cornerstone here in downtown.
0: It's an old-style printing press... Thing. <laughs> very
2: well Good put. Good job. Yes.
1: Very, very well put, husband.
2: <laughs> very precise, yes. Um, yeah, so Tribune Show Print is um, now a 142-year-old letterpress shop. 142? Yes.
0: Wow. Oh gosh. Ben Franklin probably worked there.
2: Maybe at this point. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so everything we do is old school. It's all handset um, type. So each individual piece um, I have to go and grab and put together into a poster or business cards or invitations. We do all kinds of stuff. Um, The press I work on, my main workhorse, is uh, a little over 100 years old, about between 110 and 115 years old. And it is really the only one left. We have its brother uh, sitting next to it simply for parts. So nobody else runs that particular model. There are others that are similar. So if we do have problems, there's a small community of people we call. They're like, hey, have you had this particular problem? And now we're also experts on that press. So we get phone calls, which is weird um, at this point as well. But everything we do is really cool. It's very tactile, all hands-on, and and a lot of fun.
0: And you have a very cool selection of type wood type right yes and metal types the poster type the wood blocks are awesome when you walk into the shop
2: yeah so we display our wood type much different than most shops because we have so much of it so most will put them into what's called a case looks like kind of like a little drawer um but we have so much of it that we we it would just take so much space to do that so traditionally the shop had built walls and it's all out so you can just see it so when you walk in you just are kind of hit with this whole wall of wood type and it's very cool to see and you can see it through the windows if you're in the hallways and so it's really really a lot of fun probably the most like photo it's very in- photo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, cool. everybody comes in and takes that uh, so every time we, we see it I'll be like scrolling through Facebook I'm like oh hey there's a hey that's mine my- yeah okay <laughs> So <laughs> I'm sure you've taken a few pictures over there husband.
0: absolutely I Me have too. now you're not the only poster shop in america but there's only like what two or three left three five what
2: yeah so on the commercial side um and and kind of as big as we we are there's about three um that do this kind of work and that kind of volume there's a lot of um, little shops now that do uh, posters as well a lot of them are like small studios really high design um posters as well but on on the scale of what we do it about three of us left. So. Okay.
1: And you do a lot of like fairs and festivals and, and things like that. Those multicolored mm-hmm. backgrounds and stuff like on that. On the telephone pole. On the telephone pole posters. with the black ink on it and everything. I mean, I think they're super cool. but Yeah,
2: the very nostalgic poster. So we uh, do the rainbow rolls is what we're famous for. If you go in the shop, you see like m- the majority of everything we do is on those. Because it was a quick way to add color for the same price. So we can run three colors for the background at once in our machine, but then like when we go to put the type in, it has to each color we add has to go through the press at a separate time. So people wanted to cut down on cost but also have a lot of color. And so that's that's what we do. But yeah, it's that old nostalgic if you think of a fair poster or a carnival poster That's what we do.
1: So I would imagine that this time right now is usually like your busy season, or even like months before, because everybody's planning for fairs and post.
2: Yeah, how was your spring? Not your COVID spring. How (laughs) was that? Um, shocking. Um, (laughs) So we had just started getting orders um, for kind of events, outdoor stuff, right when this happened, and that's normally right as we ramp up, and then May we're just slammed until about mid-September and we start ramping down and so I'm not used to sleeping um, from about May until October. Um, we're there at the shop from like 8 a.m. until 9 10 o'clock at night um, and that's everything's going right kind of mm-hmm. days and so to be home now it's, it's very odd. Um, at first I didn't know how to deal with anything. We'd grab some type to do some proofing and this or that and I just couldn't touch it. It was it was It was just too sad, I guess, Mm -hmm. not to be in the shop, not to have everything there that I wanted to do. Um, We stayed away from the shop just because – everything going on, um, Mm -hmm. as well. And so it's been weird. It's been almost sad, um, at some point. So I started doing other things, really taking the time to look at what we can do to reposition ourselves in society. Um, the carnivals and festivals and fairs have had a couple pretty rough years already because of rain. Um, and so we kind of knew coming into this, like we needed to reposition a little bit. Um, so it's given me some time to do that. I still don't have all the answers. Um, as to what to do but we're starting to get in a little bit which is almost just as hard because it's like oh I have one poster this week I have like maybe two and to go in and just do that and then it be so silent in there because there is so much going on it's still really hard almost to be in the shop right now
1: yeah when well, you're in the magics which is yeah. a maker's building yeah. so and we used to be there we were your neighbors and all that so yeah. it's it's fun when everybody's there it's like oh there's of hustle and yeah. bustle and energy but I yeah, when nobody's there, it's like, oh, no, it's yeah. like a library around here. <laughs> yeah, you get
2: so used to all that social interaction, and you've made so many friends. And so when you go in there, it's yeah, it is. You're used to the one. I'm used to the shop being loud and noisy with the presses running and people talking. And yeah, and then now you also don't have the social aspect of it either. And I'm a fairly social person. Um, and so that's been really hard to go in there and not be able to just come in and see your friends and bounce Mm -hmm. ideas off of each other
0: and your neighbors which is connected to uh the shop Mm -hmm. uh book arts collaborative they're not there either tell us about that program and what they do
2: yeah so um we're community partners with book arts collaborative um ray peterson runs that project and it's bookbinding and letterpress and we always have students in there so right when this happened um is right when we are ramping up for that the second semester the students always publish a book so we're getting in the middle of that, getting excited. She always, um, Ray Pearson always picks a local Indiana writer to do the book for. And so they had kind of been talking back and forth to her, getting ready for that. And we also hold um, a printer and book binding festival pretty much um, every spring. And so that's the big to-do. Mm-hmm. Like that's That's what, in
0: Tarabang, right? Yeah, in Haute.
2: Yeah. So we always, everybody's so excited. There's so much energy in the spring. We're getting ready for that printers and book binders from all across the country come in and hang out in muncie for a weekend and we have a plus speakers that always come in and and share so much knowledge and just fun and we had to cancel everything and so you know at first it was like we're gonna be closed for a week or two it may be really hard to get but we'll get it done and then it just kept falling um apart and so that was really hard as students walked out crying that day because like some of them were seniors and they were so excited and others could come back this semester but it's, you know, it, it was just, it was really heartbreaking to see that. And so they're not there either. So spring is normally just chaos in um, yeah. and, and a fun way. And it, it was really weird to, to not have all that going on.
0: Now, I've known you for a while, and mm-hmm. I know that you're a collector of these printing presses out there in basements and places throughout the country. Can you tell me about your collection?
2: <laughs> yeah um
0: these are big heavy they are big heavy machines. machines
2: they are um a lot of them are quite heavy so rob my husband is the collector he's the the finder of everything um for the most part i'm i'm the printer and gladly accept all the things he finds um so most of the machines the smallest ones we do have are probably a couple hundred pounds um that can sit on like tabletops they work some of them were coined as kids' presses. Um, when they first came out, they were toys, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, here, kid, put, put <laughs> yeah. your finger in here. No big <laughs> deal. Do this. Um, and so we have things that range from these little tiny guys to my press that I use every day is 8,000 um, pounds. And the in-between presses are all, you know, between like 1,500 to two or 3,000 pounds for the most part. So we've gathered them a little bit of everywhere. The big presses came with the shop and we bought it. So that was an adventure um, to move. We actually hired out um, Northwest Wrecker. They came with their big roll-off wreckers, loaded them, and unloaded them. But we did have to push them from all the way back in the building to about halfway <laughs> up the building. Um, so we had about you know ten really great friends that most of them still talk to us, come and help push that thing. Um, but all the other ones we've we've pulled presses out of basements we pulled presses out of condemned buildings we've pulled them out of like you know just somebody we've had people come in at first thursday and go hey we have this i had this press i don't ever use it anymore please just give it a good home um and so it's really crazy when we first got into this our one friend was like well, the more tonnage you have, it just attracts itself. Or like, okay, oh, yeah, whatever. It's, yeah, there's not a week that it doesn't go by, it seems. It's like, hey, you, you collect these. Do you want this one? And it's come to the point now where we have to turn things away. We don't have the room. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you and don't we, want <laughs> to be
1: dragging these things out and yeah. all and, over the place. And
2: for the most part, unless it's like really rare so we do have one we're picking up soon that was pretty rare we're a little bit more choosy now than we yeah. were um so it, would, it worked out great when we had book arts collaborative because we are able to loan them a bunch of presses to teach on um and do community workshops and presses are a lot safer than some of the others that we have as well so um it worked out but yeah we have things that range from i can do tiny little business cards on to the, the big posters each yeah. one kind of has its own job
0: Recently we had on Margot Lugosi, and Stephanie she, Hutchison. Yes, yes, and she mentioned that uh, you and Rob helped them out on their um, what would you call that the live burlesque show online.
2: Oh yeah, the their fundraiser. yeah, the Mark III fundraiser. Um, yeah, so Stephanie came to us it was like one Saturday. I think this Saturday right before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, so you guys are techie. I may have been off a little bit more than I could chew. Is there any way you could help us do this? And, and Rob and I, we have always supported the burlesque troupe. Um, and the Mark is such a great place. Has so many different performers that they call home.
0: We, we watch shows together. Yes, we like hang out. Like two or out. three times. Uh.
2: Yeah, it's always just a fun place. Met so many people, so many performers. Um, and... It, it's a cool place. and special to so many people. And so when she brought it to us, we're like, yeah, well, what do you need? What what are you looking at here? And so she's like, you know, this live performance, we need to know how to broadcast it, we need know how to do this. And so, luckily Rob is like a sponge and absorbs everything. And I was like, oh yeah, I know all these things that would be possible to do this on. And so at first she was like, okay, what, what should I do this on myself? And so we told her. And, and it was a lot of work <laughs> to get done in a week. So we're like, let us do some of this background information and, and just the production, pretty much. And so...
0: Yeah, you were the production. We were right? the production, <laughs> yeah. You, you took videos, pre-recorded videos. Mm-hmm. You also have some, some live things going on. Yes. So tell me about that. What'd you use? What
2: Rob was like, hey, we can we can put this together. There's Open Broadcast, I believe is it. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the program we use um, in the background. And we... So what we could do is piece together the videos that had been pre-recorded drop them all in and then he could turn on and off uh, the live and non-live part to broadcast it all and so we practiced multiple times leading up and got all the videos um, and then night of then we just sat in we had my mac rob's mac (laughs) and then a bunch of you know Headphones. I think Rob had like two or three on um, to talk to the live portion and then to to us in the background going, okay, this is how much money is raised now. And, okay, let's update this. And um, so I did a lot of the design bars on it. And then the night of I would count down between everything to like, hey, go live now. And then, okay, you're off air. And then he was the one, you know, because there's no, you couldn't just see how long was left in the video. So we had it all timed and everything. And so we did a lot of the background work. So it was a lot of fun. And for the first time we were shocked. <laughs> how well it went it went <laughs> it went really well. Very well yeah the only I guess blooper we had was at the very beginning both Rob and I were muted so for the first 15 seconds the live portion just sitting there talking and like just kind of hanging out we're like go we're on go and we realized that somehow Rob had got muted and was like no no go now so <laughs> at that point it was really weighing on me not having anything do that I felt was productive I've been redoing my website and stuff like that but I'm like it doesn't feel productive and so it was really uplifting because everybody was so nice we were all so supportive of each other and things are going great how are you guys today how's everything going what do you need and so it came at a perfect time I think for everyone that I mean even for like performers I know as an artist not having my hands on the type and doing stuff is weird right i can't imagine and not if being you're a on performer stage. not
1: on stage or yeah. out with your 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 people and all of that it would be tough yeah. yeah
2: yeah so it was really fun to see everybody and how excited everybody was to to contribute somehow and be able to to entertain and still yeah. feel like you have a purpose at that moment
0: all right tell me about the dogs
2: the dogs are crazy animals <laughs> 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 they have been an adventure in quarantine um our vet i think is going to take them from us before long so <laughs> we have one 15 year old pug who's diabetic blind and deaf um wow. but he's happy as could be as long as you give him a shot and he gets fed twice a day and we have two rottweilers so okay. we, they're brother and sister just from different litters so we have the five-year-old and a two-year-old um we thought that gal was crazy and a lot of energy and we found out we were very wrong once we got aurora um so, <laughs> she put him to shame oh man she is a firecracker so she's too a lot of fun a lot of energy it's cost us a lot of money and legs she broke one leg when she was not quite a year old and had to have and multiple surgeries, surgeries and, all, and, all, that, and yeah. all that jazz and then during quarantine when she was injured and we don't know what she did, um, was supposed to be being calm. She tore her brother's ACL, so he just had surgery. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> and is missing his favorite time of year. <laughs> so, And she's like, what's going on? Um, yeah, so she is just a ball of energy, but both super loving. They're normally at the shop with us. So at first, that was a big adjustment because it was still cool enough that they weren't playing outside as much. Um, the shop really takes a lot of the energy out. And now they're really enjoying it because they can be at home and in the backyard instead of in the shop during summer season and hose playing time and playing in the pool and and all Elected. that so yeah yeah the pug at first it was very hard because he just you know he eats and he passes back out until dinner time and so when we were home he kept getting up and it was very confusing for him and the other two were like why aren't we going to this shop like it was very hard every morning once we got up we got our breakfast we fed him they were at the door like all right it's time for us to leave and I'm like no we're here so, but they do <laughs> enjoy napping at home but yeah they finally it was, it was tough. And Aurora, that's her outlet is to play in the shop and see everybody. And so that was, we went on a lot of long walks.
0: Now you did some uh, home improvement or something I saw online. Yeah. What, what was that?
2: So for the last, well, when we're home in the summer, we live on our deck. Um, and so we had put a roof over it quite a few years ago. And then, you know, mosquitoes stink in the summer. And so we, we loved being out there. We love having our door open because the dogs just run in and out and do their thing so a few years ago um Rob's parents had given us screens so we were able to screen it in finally the two-year project that had been sitting in our driveway and probably driving our neighbors crazy we got that up um got our hot tub up put on there and so that's where we've been quarantining is on the deck pretty much non-stop which is pretty okay yeah there's definitely <laughs> worse places to quarantine I would imagine yeah
1: so <laughs> so what do you do for fun
2: for fun um boy so normally <laughs> a normally normal there's year, not time for fun uh, yeah I know. normally <laughs> I'm so busy when a normal year is happening there's a lot of printing conferences the letterpress community which is a small community and we all have a lot of fun get to catch up and there's just different conferences all over um and so we're normally doing that for fun you get to get out of the shop I know it's like you're just doing the same thing Um, but we get to catch up with friends we don't get to see as often as just being in town so that's one big thing and then another thing is going and seeing different performances locally so the Three Trails music series we normally go to you know we watch the Fancy films and do that kind of stuff. That's always kind of our getaway and break from reality, even though we're normally really tired. (laughs) We live in town, and sometimes those are hard decisions. They're like, do I want to be up until midnight doing this tonight? But um, that's, that's our big things. We try to support the local performers as much as possible.
0: And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions for quick answers. Number one, what's your favorite band or artist?
2: So... Depends on my mood. But I would have to say probably overall is Blink-182 um, or just like the punk genre in, in um, general. And like
0: the 2000s or punk altogether?
2: Probably 90s, 2000s. There's okay. some stuff <laughs> now I've listened to that, that's come out. But yeah, I like I, the old school like Alkaline Trio and all that stuff. So that's normally my go-to if I'm just hanging out by myself. Unless I'm like really anxious and then I listen to heavy metal. It doesn't seem like that works, but it does somehow calm me. So. I, I
1: think we were watching a show where the where this comedy. Dead wherever, to me. Yeah, wherever she when she gets mad or upset, she just goes in the car and like like it's listens to man. like <laughs> death. And <laughs> right, and she just screams in the car. I'm like, oh, that sounds like that might be.
2: It would be hurt. okay. I think it yeah. would work. When yeah. I'm silk screening, that sometimes is what I'm like screaming at. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's good. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I'm a night owl. Always have been. So, one when I used to teach, that was tough. Um, and now oh, we
0: didn't even talk about that, did we? Yeah. You used to be an art teacher.
2: I did. That's Yeah.
0: For what? Five years? Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Oh, yep. All right. Yeah. So I did that. So yeah, mornings were not my thing. So that was always tough. Like I had to be there at like eight. I'd be there at like seven 50 mm-hmm. and had gotten out of bed at like six 50. So <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Never happened. like the first hours. Like don't talk to me much kind of person. Um, and so yeah, being an adult and owning your own business, that does not fit in my schedule very well except for now now i can just kind of wake up when i want i'm so. living
1: my best life during this quarantine because i'm like i'll I, I work when i want and yep. you know people are if they call that's fine i can i can answer the phone in my pajamas
2: exactly. nobody knows <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, tr- I'll,
1: I'll get dressed for zoom calls but you know, yeah we'll see
2: at least a nice shirt you yeah know. <laughs> they, they don't need to know what my pajama pants look like yeah
0: what's your favorite book
2: beach music
0: well, yeah. What's it about?
2: Um, it's about a guy who's, I know this is going to sound, this is like really bringing it down. Um, <laughs> a guy whose wife committed suicide. Um, and then as you learn more about like her family history, it was all tied back to like the Holocaust. Her family were Holocaust survivors and stuff. And so he's like, it's all about his adventure of like raising his daughter now without her and trying to talk to her about about kind of like the demons her mom had and why um, and like her family. And he's kind of like had just left, like left everybody and, you know, kind of working his way back and trying not to – put her in the same situation as her mom um, he felt and so it was just kind of it's kind of cool to like see how he handled it and how the families kind of come back together and you learn a little history in there as well.
1: Have you ever met anyone famous?
2: So in the letterpress community yes <laughs> of course, um, which is like a very you know very nerdy kind of thing so a lot of there that nobody would ever know um, probably the most famous encounter Um last year when Rex Zigler brings in his bands we always do posters and we have done in the past for the Lost Bayou Ramblers we've done posters with them spider Stacy and all of them so they actually like can we come and see the shop so they came in and took a tour and acted like I was like the famous person I was like no (laughs) I am not (laughs) so it was really cool they were very nice um and it was a really neat experience to have them in there and see how the process works and just truly appreciate it as well because you know musicians have their things that they do and hand build and and so it's kind of cool just to see both of those things and how they relate um come together
0: what's your guilty pleasure
2: probably sweets. I like ice cream. Um, try not to eat it often. But <laughs> Do you have a favorite flavor? I like anything with caramel most generally. So a lot of not as much chocolate, more caramel side of, of things. What's your favorite movie? Oh man, that's so hard because it's so mood based for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so probably overall, I really like Shawshank Redemption. Um, grew up watching that and, and really just loved it if I need something funny, which is most of my life, anything with Will Ferrell in it is always a go-to for me. <laughs> so,
0: What's your hidden talent?
2: I can do a backflip off of a stool. Totally lie. I don't, I don't. <laughs> know oh, I was <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> and, and land not on your neck. <laughs> I remember and were talking about that last time. I'm like, do I have a hidden talent? He was probably, I'm like, I don't what it is. Uh, and, and when I really think about it, I'm an artist. So there's so many things I do that I just think is normal. And then we'll have a conversation and people are like, wait, you do that? And I'm like, well, yeah. So recently somebody was talking to me and trying to figure out something. Or I was like, well, you know, Kim Weaves, right? And they're like, what? And I'm like, I weave. Yeah. I mean, I, I learned what and so to me it's just second nature. Um, so there's a lot of the art processes that I know that people don't think of because they, they think, your printer, and that's like where I'm at. And so, which is what I focus on most of the time. But so I guess different art styles that people don't really expect. But do you sing in the shower? Sometimes. Well, about car. the car. Car a lot. Everybody yep. sings in the car.
0: Star Wars or Star Trek?
2: Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Enough
0: said.
1: <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone?
2: Probably the laughing face um with like the tears because it's either yay life's greater, it's burning but you can laugh only right now <laughs> and maybe cry what else little. are you gonna do uh, yeah. yeah so that's probably that one um overall um, or the eye roll has become very high on the list lately as well so
0: seem fitting <laughs> thank you so much for being our guest today thank you well
1: thanks for stopping by the farmhouse bye
0: We're also brought to you today by A Team Concessions. Find them on Facebook.
1: Cardinal Corn, get your cardinal corn.
0: What is cardinal corn?
1: Cardinal corn is yummy, delicious, buttery popcorn that's popped and mixed with a caramel corn glaze. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 It's it delicious. Amazing. It's yummy. It's amazing. Where can you get it? You can get it from A-Team Concessions. They are at the Muncie Makers Market. You can check them out there. You can find them on Facebook if you want to do bulk orders. Jennifer will hook you up with that way. Um She's also kind of. Jennifer
0: who? Jennifer Cooper Wilson. Wait, she runs A-Team Concessions? She
1: does. And at your service cleaning and errands.
0: So if I want to get my house clean. Yeah. And I can call her and I say, hey, bring over some cardinal corn. I bet she'd do it. do it. Oh, man. I'm sure she would. We She's are there. We're going to a very accommodating the cleanest house with
1: With cardinal corn. Yum, yum, yum. It's going to be delicious. So, yes, check it out. She's great. She's awesome. She'd love to up.
0: Find out more by searching Facebook for A Team Concessions.
1: Dun, 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 dun.
0: dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. dun. And now it's time for another edition of 2,000 Questions About Me. And me! Our little cheap book from Five Below for five bucks.
1: Or below, I don't know.
0: It's a book of 2,000 questions. About me. That you're supposed to answer. So, have you ever made ice cream?
1: No. I have been around people who have made ice cream, and I have eaten said ice cream, but I have not actually made it. How about you?
0: The Howe family uh, used to, all the time, have these get-togethers where they would... Just make ice cream. Yes. Maybe somebody would bake a pie or whatever, but it was all about the ice cream. Right. They would get the big tubs, put the cream in the cylinder, ice all around, sprinkle salt, salt. on top, and churn. Yes. Like, we'd, we'd hand churn it. Hand churn it? They'd take turns, of course. <sighs> but You know, terrible. everybody gets about five minutes of churning, and then ice cream's made.
1: I know. And I have been to the Howell family. Ice cream social, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it,
0: but didn't have socials, we didn't have that this year. The the Crossroads ice cream social. Well, has it? No, it happens in June every does year. Does it? Oh, yes. I don't know. And they're not going to have it this year, of well, course, because of COVID. Corona
1: but. is ruining everything. Now, I have been to the Howls where we, when we make homemade ice cream, but we did not do the hand churning. We have like an the elec- electric the electric one, now. I'm yeah. I'm down with that.
0: Everybody got older, and nobody <laughs> wants to do that.
1: Like, yeah who wants to do that i mean you also used to churn butter at one point so
0: yeah i'd sit there in front of the tv uh me and my brother and it'd take about 15 20 minutes of uh constant churning and this little churning amish device would you watch that one like make
1: cartoons butter. while you did it oh yeah like howdy doody or
0: something oh no we watched John 55 ha- happy's place i'm sure there's one or two people out there happy's that place i don't remember know. happy's place happy the clown Okay. would come on in between cartoons so like, like Thundercats like, and all that.
1: was so like Bozo the Clown?
0: Yeah, but his name is Happy.
1: I don't remember that.
0: It was great. One time he did a, uh, a skit where he did Hurt So Good by John Mellencamp. Yeah. He like redid that video as Happy the Clown.
1: Okay, you are an old man, because I do not, <laughs> not remember that.
0: That was Channel 55, plus, out of I Fort was, Wayne.
1: Okay, plus I wasn't allowed to watch Thundercats or whatever, so...
0: Exactly. <laughs> now, do you prefer your hair longer or shorter? Longer. I like mine short, I like yours long. Yes. There was one time you...
1: I, cu- I cut my hair.
0: You did the Pat Benatar cut, I or did. the pixie cut, was, I guess. It was a
1: pixie cut, and it was a good haircut, but I cried.
0: There <laughs> were tears. <laughs>
1: That's. I think that's the only time I've ever cried about my hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did I do?
0: <laughs> now, do you like throwing parties? Having I mean, a having a party?
1: No, I don't.
0: I used to oh, yeah. love throwing a party.
1: Your house used to be the party house. Yes, a
0: lot of my friends remember quote unquote hanks
1: hanks i mean they still call it hanks they
0: still call it hanks and they call me my uh nickname from high school which we're not going to say on the air i can't say that on the air no you can't say that you can say g-man that's what you can say grand man yeah grand man my my best friend kyle calls me that
1: yes i know he's not listening to this podcast i'm sure
0: i have two best friends the other one's lee he might
1: be listening we don't know
0: yeah he, he calls me all kinds of stuff that i can't say on the air do you own a camera and if so what was the last photo you took That seems like a stupid question. Don't we all own cameras? Do you own a camera? I mean, when was
1: this this made? (laughs) We all own a camera in our pocket most of the time.
0: Yeah. What was the last photo you took?
1: I actually just took a selfie this morning in front of our, uh, in front of the office. Yeah. And in front of it, we just put up our, we have a yard sign, Muncie Outreach yard sign. We're all in this together. Yeah. Um, But we don't have a yard, so I put it in our window and I took a selfie with it there.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah. Last photo I took uh, was probably last night. I went out and uh, did some random shots, things like that. And I post them all. Yeah. All the flowers, bugs, stuff like that. Oh,
1: So many bugs. But no, the picture you posted last night was you put your phone down and took a picture of the sunset in your phone with your camera. And yeah. that was pretty cool. And we showed it to Zoos, and she was like, how did you take that picture? And we like blew her little mind. It was And great. I want
0: you to know I had... I had such high hopes. I knew that would get some high numbers. Hasn't got but fifteen, probably fifteen likes, something like that.
1: Very sad. I know. Very sad. Matt gets that is a
0: good photo. Matt Go has such high hopes.
1: It. The ones that you, the pictures you think are going to be great and everyone's going to love it, you only get like five, and that's so sad. But you post some throwaway picture. You're like, eh, whatever. This is just like a barn or a bug, and then you get like two hundred likes. It makes you very sad.
0: Now I already know the answer that you're going to give, but uh, did you ever skip school before? And if you did, what did you do? So, this is in high school. You skipped school for a day. Tell me you actually did that.
1: Okay. The, the title of this podcast is Good Girl Gone Boss. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Knowing my life and the way I was raised. No, I never skipped school.
0: Never skipped school. Never, ever, ever. Now, uh, I would not
1: even entertain the thought of skipping school.
0: Now, I did a few times. Not, not uh, dramatically like some of my friends did, but... Uh, uh, one day, me, Cynthia, and Todd Rittenhouse, we, no, Todd, Ben, Ben Rittenhouse, sorry, his brother. Luke. Okay. So, Ben is amazing. He is a- Wait, is he
1: the special effects the guy? The Hollywood
0: special effects he guy. He made
1: the brain in Hannibal? Exactly. The one that they he they fed to Hannibal Lecter?
0: Yeah. Yes. Crazy. He made that.
1: Awesome. I mean, he didn't feed it, feed it to Hannibal Lecter. It was Ray- Whatever his name is. Well was.
0: anyway, we jumped all in my car. We went to Maid Rights in Greenville, Ohio. That was stop number one. Stop number two was in Piqua, Ohio, where I believe Ben stole a bouncy ball from some little convenience store we, we, we stopped oh at. Oh my goodness. For it's
1: stole, by the way, not stole.
0: Or stole in.
1: No, oh, oh my god, you're such a country person. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So Ben stole a, a bouncy ball. Man, your life yeah. of crime begins.
0: So that's what we did on our big skip day.
1: I think I skipped on like senior skip day, but that's like everybody skips and it's like a school sanctioned thing. So that doesn't really
0: count. I don't think they sanction that stuff.
1: I mean, they don't sanction it, but everybody kind of knows what's going on. <laughs>
0: Thanks for joining us on this episode of Gone Boss.
1: Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're
0: on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching goneboss.
1: If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765 765- We might just use it on the show.
0: Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us.
1: If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast.
0: Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com.
1: We're also brought to you by A-Team Concessions. Find out more about them by searching on Facebook.
0: Have a great rest of your day. And don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss.